Welcome to the L&D Career Club podcast, where purpose-driven people come to start and grow the L&D career of their dreams. I'm Sarah Canistra, an L&D career, business, and executive coach, and I'm here to take you on a weekly journey to create a seamless, energizing, and engaging L&D career blueprint so you can live a life of fulfillment, inspiration, and freedom. If you're here to find your first L&D role, move up the L&D ladder, or land that high-level L&D role you've been dreaming of, welcome to the club. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday, if you're listening to this when it comes out. Welcome back to another episode of the L&D Career Club podcast. I'm still getting used to saying the new name, but really, really loving everything that we're doing over here um, at the Overnight Trainer and including the L&D Career Club. It's been so awesome to see that in just a few weeks, the ahas, the breakthroughs, uh, the momentum that people are are experiencing inside of the club. So really, really excited that we kicked that off last month in March. Enrollment is open, so feel free to hop on into the L&D Career Club. If you go to theovernighttrainer.com slash LDCC, you can grab all the information there. Uh, we're actually in the middle of a program inside of the L&D Career Club called The Sprint, which is a 30-day challenge to move us through an L&D career transition. My, my goal with that program has been to really showcase how quickly utilizing an aligned strategy to land your dream L&D role works versus doing kind of what you think everyone else is telling you to do or everyone else thinks you should do, uh, which really kind of aligns actually with today's podcast episode. I did a LinkedIn post about this and wanted to chat uh, more about it uh, on this medium because I love hanging out with you all and some of you might not have seen that post, but what I've really, really grown to dislike, a term I've grown to really dislike is the term upskilling when it comes to L&D career transitioning. Now, this is not because I don't believe in opportunities to grow and develop. I've been in learning and development for the last 13, 14 years now. Uh, obviously, I'm obsessed with people growing and developing, so don't, don't get it twisted on that one. I do believe there's opportunities to always be growing and developing. But what I've really been struggling with lately is the term upskilling, and I think the term upskilling implies to a lot of people that you don't already have the appropriate level skills. And so what I see happening is a lot of people thinking, oh, I need to upskill in this and upskill in that, upskill in this, and that they spend all of this like precious time, energy, and a lot of money um, focusing on upskilling when they actually already have the appropriate level skills and maybe just need to, to tweak a few things or learn a few things. And I see this like massive overhaul when it comes to skill development inside uh, of L&D career transitioning. And the reality is, and I've talked about this a lot uh, as well in previous episodes, about how the beautiful thing about learning and development is that it really truly is a, a field of transferable skills, right? So whether you're, you have skills already in facilitation or public speaking or content development or curriculum design or program development or uh, technology implementation or administration, right? Like the the... the, the skills list does not end. Um, that's just a sample of some. So when you already have these skills, the beautiful thing is that there's already a place for you inside of learning and development. 
And what happens is people think that, oh, I'm transferring in, I'm transitioning into this industry, I must have to learn everything new again. And it's kind of like it always uh, you know bothers me. I think we you know when doctors, you think you see hear about this, these stories all the time, right? And we're obviously we're not doctors, we're not saving people's lives, but you know when doctors move to new countries and their licenses don't necessarily translate and they have to, you know, go through medical school again uh, to when they've already learned a lot of it, right? And it's like, okay, well, all they're actually learning is maybe like the the way that that country, you know says this or has a certain definition or the way that's performed there, right? But at the end of the day, the core skills are going to be the same. And so I, again, we're not, you know, brain surgeons here saving people's lives. But if you think about all of the skills that you've gained up until this point, unless you are just starting out in your career period, right? Maybe you just graduated um, from college and you're looking for your first job, then in that case, yeah, there probably is going to be a decent amount of upskilling, uh, to learn because you don't have a lot of past experience. However, I know the majority of you uh, who are listening have a lot of experience, have a lot of experience, whether it's in education, whether it's in sales, whether it's in marketing, whether it's in training and development already, right? That you already have this set of skills and at the appropriate level. And so I think the term upskilling implies that you don't have those skills and you don't have an appropriate level. And I also think it implies that you need to spend a really egregious amount of time, money, and or energy on certification, softwares, and trainings. Now, I do think that sometimes people don't have the correct level of skill and they do need to, you know, in fact, up level in their current skills to match the level needed for them to find their dream role. I do see that happen sometimes, but more often than not, what I see is it's less about upskilling and more about familiarizing yourself on a particular nuance of that skill. So I want to give you an example here. Um, I was working with a client who is in that sprint program. And we were, the, the day we were focusing on, the activity of that day we were focusing on is creating a personal development plan for yourself. And I offer this prep exercise, and I'm going to be doing a, a three-day workshop series on, on creating this plan for yourselves uh, shortly. But what happened is, is she was doing a lot of the prep work and she came to the conclusion uh, that she didn't have anything that she needed to formally upskill on. And what was interesting is that she came into the group and she was like, is something wrong with me? Like I'm looking at these and I'm doing the prep work and I'm realizing I don't actually need to upskill in anything. Like, am I missing something? And so we talked about, and I said, well, is there something that keeps popping up that you see over and over again? Um, that you are maybe unfamiliar with or something that you um, want to learn more about. And what we ended up looking at is that there was a tool, a particular authoring tool that kept popping up for her in her job search. Uh, but what we've decided is looking at it is rather than upskilling in it, right, downloading it, buying it, taking a whole course on this particular authoring tool, what she did was she identified what she already knew about the tool, what she knew about related tangential tools, and she scheduled some time to familiarize herself on the differences. And here's why that's so important, because what happens is I see this nine times out of 10 that people see, oh, here's this authoring tool. I think it's a good example. 
okay, I need to be an expert in this authoring tool. So I'm going to join an academy. I'm going to watch every YouTube video. I'm going to watch all the LinkedIn learnings on it. I'm going to buy the tool, rent the tool, download the tool. I'm going to play around in the tool. I'm going to do all these things, right? And you think, wow, I've spent X amount of dollars, X amount of hours, you know, X amount of energy doing that. And the question becomes, did you learn enough to get a return on that investment, right? Was the time that you spent learning everything about that tool where you should have been spending your time? And what happens is, is if you've already used an authoring tool before, I'm sure as you were going through your training, you're like, oh yeah, that's like it is in this tool. That's like it is in that tool, right? And so what happens is we don't quite get the, the return on our investment because there's such an alignment between what it is we already knew and what we're learning now, right? That gap, that delta is so small. So what this client didn't do, right? She didn't pay a shit ton of money to buy the program, get a certification, spend weeks upon weeks watching countless YouTube videos. What she did was she Googled an article that outlined all of the features of both of the tools, that one of the tools that she knew well, one of the tools that she didn't know, and she familiarized herself with the differences. And from there, she was able to watch, you know, a quick YouTube video here, read a quick article there, and know enough to really be able to confidently have that conversation in an interview that she understands that tool. And so what most people think is that they need to be an expert in every single line item of the job description. And here is the reality. L&D hiring managers are not expecting that of you. So why are you expecting it of yourself? Right? What L&D hiring managers are expecting is a level of familiarity, familiarity <laughs> with the majority of what they're asking for on a job description. So it's really, really important to, to have that mindset shift because so many people look at the job description and think, I need to know everything on here. And not only do I need to know everything on here, but I need to be an expert in it. And it's just simply not true, right? If you are an expert on this post I did, uh, someone had commented this too. If you are an expert in every single thing on the job description, most likely you are overqualified for that job, right? So it's really about thinking about what do I need to familiarize myself with? What do I already know? And so many times we do not ask ourselves that question. What do I already know? What am I already good at, right? What do I wanna do in my next role that aligns with that? And when we do that work, it becomes so much easier to then say, okay, here's roles that are popping up for me that I'm in alignment with. Now I'm seeing some trends in maybe it's the, uh, a model or a tool or um, an experience, right? Whatever it may be. Now I'm seeing trends in these roles that are popping up for me. And from that trend, I can now decide do I need to actually upskill in this and invest time, energy, and or money in doing that? Or do I know enough that all I need to do is familiarize myself and fill in some of the gaps? And I think as learning professionals, as you all are listening to this, it's about taking the same approach that we do as learning professionals, right? When If we are creating a training for someone and it's on a skill that they already have and already know, it's not going to be engaging for them. They're not going to learn much from it because you didn't actually fill in a gap for them. But if you were able to now hone in and harness and say, wow, okay, there's these two new things that need people need to familiarize themselves on, even though they already know a lot, and you just focus on those two things, you're gonna have a much bigger impact on your training that you're creating, right? It's gonna be much more engaging because it's much more potent. Same thing for your own development. 
if you're spending all of your time upskilling on things that you kind of already know, what are you actually doing, right? What You're not getting a good use out of your time and we only have a certain amount of time to spend on these things. So it's really, really important to ask yourself, do I actually need to invest time, money, energy and do upskilling in this? Or is there an opportunity for me to assess what I already have, the skills I already bring to the table, what I already know, and just start to find the gaps in that and familiarize myself with the nuances, familiarize myself in that gap. That will be so much, so helpful for you and will save you so much time, I promise. The other thing, and this is actually what we're going to cover in next week, like I I mentioned earlier, we're going to do a a three-day series over the course of a week and a half, and it's going to be all around creating your L&D professional development plan, right? So a plan for you on your transition. What do you actually need to develop? Um, I don't even want to use the word upskilling in in this program. Um, So it's really focusing on what do you need to develop? And by develop, could that be something you need to upskill in? Possibly. Um, Could it probably be that it's going to be more around familiarizing yourself with certain things? Absolutely. So a three-day series, you can grab that if you go to uh, the overnighttrainer.com slash events. You can get all the information on that. Uh, that'll be on pre-sale this week. So keep an eye out for that. We, we'll kick off next Tuesday, the 11th. Uh, that's when uh, module one will go live. But one of the things that we're going to focus on in there and something for you to think about now is also understanding and getting clear on what do I need to know and familiarize myself with now, right before I start applying for roles or kind of in the beginning process of that. What are things that I need to familiarize myself with before I start the job? And what are things I need to familiarize myself with on the job? Because that's also something to consider that a lot of these things that are on here, you may have enough now, you may not even need to familiarize yourself with anything. That the familiarization that's gonna happen is gonna be on the job, so it's gonna be very nuanced to that organization, to that department, to that team. So that's actually what we're gonna uncover Next week, like I said, we're doing a, um, a three-day series stretch over a week and a half. Uh, there's going to be some asynchronous components. There's going to be a live Q&A component with me, uh, as well as we will have a, uh, a group text chat uh, for us to uh, to talk, talk about and coach through in there. So that will be live again uh, starting on the 11th of April. So feel free to hop into that one. If you go to the overnighttrainer.com slash events, you can grab all the information there. Uh, It's gonna be really fun. But again, we're gonna really hone in on do you actually need to upskill? Do you need to familiarize yourself? Or is that something that now becomes part of your onboarding plan when you land your new role? So a lot to think about today. Again, I'm kind of over the term upskilling. I'm sure some of you are too. Uh, I think it just has kind of gotten a little bit of a bad rap, a little bit of an, uh, an overuse, uh, and people are oversimplifying upskilling. Uh, and I think it's it's just taken its life of its own. And I want to give you time, money, energy back into really being able to ask yourself, do I actually need to upskill in this? Or is there an opportunity for me to familiarize myself on a particular nuance? So hope that helps. Hope that gives you some time, energy, time, energy, time, money, or energy, um, as my coach calls it, some brain calories back um, in the day. Looking forward to hearing about how this episode landed with you. Please, please, please let me know. Um, and of course, would love to see you in the LD Career Professional Development Plan uh, mini series that we are going to do next week. So I will catch you all a little bit later. Thank you so much for listening to the LD Career Club podcast. If today's episode sparked anything inside you, I would love to hear about it. Feel free to share your ahas and takeaways by sending me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram or by leaving a podcast review. 
And if you want more support on your L&D career journey, I invite you to join us inside the L&D Career Club membership, where we are redefining what it looks like to grow in your L&D career. Visit theovernighttrainer.com slash programs for more information and to activate your membership. See y'all back here next week.